this is this this is how the pastor cinches up his his cincture. Have to be careful about that. Huh? <laughs> He's not home. There we go. Well, it's a cincture. It's a. I don't think it's necessary. If I didn't wear one, if I didn't wear one of these things, it probably would be. I'd look more. Um, is, Islamic. All right, all right, all right, let's break it up. <laughs> Sharon did, no, Sharon did tell me that, that you know, she says, I think pastor needs a haircut, you know, or something. Oh. <laughs> yeah. And over there, she, she goes, All right, so this Sunday, this Sunday marks the day that Pastor loses control of the congregation. You know, and th this is why, this is why they have bells, you know, and they ring those bells uh, so that people know it's time for, a be quiet, get the service going. Uh, our order of service, oh, speaking of, our order of service is on page uh, 260 in, uh, in our hymnal, and uh, our opening hymn is uh, hymn 804, O Worship the King.
This is the day which the Lord has made. Let us rejoice and be glad in it. From the rising of the sun to its setting, the name of the Lord. Better is one day in your courts than a thousand elsewhere. I would rather be a doorkeeper in the house of my God than dwell in the tents of the wicked. Make me to know your ways, O Lord. Teach your Sanctify us in your truth. From the rising of the sun to its setting, the name of the Lord is to be praised. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Good morning. The first reading is from the first chapter of Ruth. In the days when the judges ruled, there was a famine in the land. So a man from Bethlehem in Judah, together with his wife and two sons, went to live for a while in the country of Moab. This man's name was Elimelech. His wife's name was Naomi, and the names of his two sons were Malon and Kilion. They were Aphrodites from Bethlehem, Judah, and they went to Moab and lived there. Now Elimelech and Naomi's husband died, and she was left with her two sons. They married Moabite women, one named Orpah, the other Ruth, and they had lived there about ten years. Both Malon and Kilion also died, and Naomi was left without her two sons and her husband. When Naomi heard in Moab that the Lord had come to aid his people by providing food for them, she and her daughters-in-law 
prepared to return home from there. With her two daughters-in-law, she left the place where she had been living and set out on the road that would take them back to the land of Judah. Then Naomi said to her daughter, two daughters-in-law, Go back, each of you, to your mother's home. May the Lord show you kindness, as you have shown kindness to your dead husbands and to me. May the Lord grant that each of you will find rest in the home of another husband. Then she kissed them goodbye, and they wept aloud, and said to her, We will go back with you to your people. Both Naomi, but Naomi said, Return home, my daughters. Why should you come with me? Am I going to have any more sons who could become your husbands? Return home, my daughters. I am too old to have another husband. If, even if I thought there were still hope for me, even if I had a husband tonight and then gave birth to sons, would you wait until they grew up? Would you remain unmarried for them? No, my daughters. It is more bitter for me than for you because the Lord's hand has turned his, against me. At this they wept aloud again. Then Orpah kissed her mother-in-law goodbye, but Ruth clung to her. Look, said Naomi, your sister-in-law is going back to her people and her gods. Go back with her. But Ruth replied, don't urge me to leave you or to turn back from you. Where you go, I will go, and where you stay, I will stay. Your people will be my people, and your God, my God. Where you die, I will die, and there I will be buried. May the Lord deal with me, be it ever so severely, if even death separates you and me. When Naomi realized that Ruth was determined to go with her, she stopped urging her. So the two women went on until they came to Bethlehem. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. We now sing Psalm 111 responsibly with the cantor. Praise the Lord. I will give thanks to the Lord with my whole heart. In the company of the upright, in the congregation. Great are the works of the Lord, studied by all who delight in them. Full of splendor and majesty is his work, and his righteousness endures forever. He has caused his provides food for those who fear him. He remembers his covenant forever. He has shown his people the power of his works in giving them the inheritance of the nations. The works of his hands are faithful and just. All his 
precepts are trustworthy. commanded his covenant forever. Holy and awesome is his name. <clears throat> the fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. All those who practice it have a good understanding. His grace endures forever. Glory be to the Father The second reading is from the second chapter of 2 Timothy. You then, my son, be strong in the grace that is in Christ Jesus. And the things you have heard me say in the presence of many witnesses entrust to reliable people who will also be qualified to teach others. Join with me in suffering like a good soldier of Christ Jesus. No one serving as a soldier gets entangled in civilian affairs, but rather tries to please his commanding officer. Similarly, anyone who competes as an athlete does not receive the victor's crown except by competing according to the rules. The hardworking farmer should be the first to receive a share of the crops. Reflect on what I am saying for the Lord will give you insight into all this. Remember, Jesus Christ, raised from the dead, descended from David. This is my gospel, for which I am suffering even to the point of being chained like a criminal. But God's word is not chained. Therefore, I endure everything for the sake of the elect, that they too may obtain the salvation that is in Christ Jesus with eternal joy, glory. Here is a trustworthy saying, if we died with him, we will also live with him. If we endure, we will also reign with him. If we disown him, he will also disown us. If we are faithless, he remains faithful, for he cannot disown himself. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God.
the gospel. The Holy Gospel from St. Luke, the 17th chapter. Now on his way to Jerusalem, Jesus traveled along the border between Samaria and Galilee. As he was going into a village, ten men who had leprosy met him. They stood at a distance and called out in a loud voice, Jesus, Master, have pity on us. When he saw them, he said, Go, show yourselves to the priest. And as they went, they were cleansed. One of them, when he saw he was healed, came back, praising God in a loud voice. He threw himself at Jesus' feet and thanked him. And he was a Samaritan. Jesus asked, Were not all ten cleansed? Where are the other nine? Has no one returned to give praise to God except this foreigner? Then he said to him, Rise and go, your faith has made you well. This is the gospel of the Lord. Praise, Praise to you. Forever, O Lord, your word is firmly set in the heavens. Lord, I love the habitation of your house and the place where your glory dwells. Blessed are those who hear the word of God and keep it. Lord, I love the habitation of your house and the place where your glory dwells. Glory be to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit. Lord, I love the habitation of your house and the place where your glory dwells. The Ten Commandments. You shall have no other gods. You shall not misuse the name of the Lord your God. Remember the Sabbath day by keeping it holy. Honor your father and your mother. You shall not murder. You shall not commit adultery. You shall not steal. You shall not give false testimony against your neighbor. You shall not covet your neighbor's house. You shall not covet your or his manservant, or his maidservant, I believe in God, Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, the Son of our Lord, who has been by the Holy Spirit, born to the Lord, him 704.
grace, his mercy, and his peace be multiplied to you through our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. Paul writes, Join with me in suffering like a good soldier of Christ Jesus. No one serving as a soldier gets entangled in civil affairs, but rather tries to please his commanding officer. This is uh, maybe a portion of God's word that we need to cling to, to consider ourselves soldier. And it, indeed, it, it uh, could very well be a hymn that we um, uh, could sing more often, and that would be Onward Christian Soldiers. Now, we're not singing that one today, but it certainly could be. And it's a, a crowd favorite, but listen to the words. Onward, Christian soldier, marching as to war, with the cross of Jesus going on before. And so, we march, and so, we follow, and so, we give thanks Thanksgiving is, a, is a, a big theme for today. Give thanks to the Lord in Psalm 111. And so we give thanks to the Lord. Why? Well, the Apostle Paul writes all kinds of things that are similar to that. Somebody who works hard should get the first choice. If you are a hardworking farmer, shouldn't you get the first share of the crop. If you think about that, who is the hardest working individual? Or who is the hardest working entity? Well, you see, God is indeed the hardest working because God is the creator even creating us, and then when we, starting with, with the first created, mess things up, what did he do? He came to redeem us, purchase us back from sin, death, and Satan. These facts, brothers and sisters, are indisputable so what do we do with that well sometimes we lose focus I think there are a lot of people out there who used to consider themselves Christian and why don't they consider themselves Christian now because God doesn't listen to them God has not given them what they prayed for, God seems to take things at his own pace. And after all, what is God there for? He is there to give us what we need. I mean, doesn't the prayer say it all? Well, we, brothers and sisters in Christ, are beloved of God. 
our Creator. In your life, know this, that there is no one greater, no one mightier than Almighty God. Has God forgotten you? No. Did God forget Naomi? No. Now, Naomi in the readings thought that her life was pretty much over. She dismissed her daughters-in-law to send them back to Moab. These people who were not even Israelites, and she was about to go back to Israel. And her husband had left, and I mean, look, there's so many angles. We, how do you want to attack this one? There's so many angles. It's not her fault. She had to listen to Elimelech, and when Elimelech said, hey, let's go, she might have said, uh, are you nuts? Don't you realize what's going to happen? But then Elimelech said, woman? Huh? And they went, and then they died. The males died and left her all alone. And what does she do? She goes back and she hopes that someone will take them in because they didn't have Social Security and didn't have all that other stuff. And we indeed do see, if you look at the, the, the book of Ruth, you, you do indeed see that there was sort of a struggle and there was uh, uh, the next of kin was, was going, how oh, I had this all sewn up. But somebody else, a kinsman redeemer, came into the picture. And who was the linchpin? Who was the key? That young woman, that young Moabitess, Ruth, who declared, I will follow you, Naomi, wherever you go. So, what is the outcome? Naomi, Ruth, are the forebearers of Jesus the Christ who came among us because Ruth had faith. It's kind of odd the way that works out because we don't deserve to be used in significant ways. And yet, look at us, right? Faithful people who, without consideration at one time or another, to our own selfishness, have given. Yes, you have. You have given to people who are undeserving, who are not like you, people who you don't even know, maybe don't even trust, wouldn't invite over for Thanksgiving dinner. And yet, because you are a child of God and have heard enough about how gracious God is to you, you have responded in kind to others. And indeed, that's what God tells us to do. He says, love the Lord your God with all your heart, soul, and mind. Love your neighbor as you love yourself. And then he proves it by sending his own son, 
to suffer and die. His own son, who does not deserve death, because we say the wages of sin is death, and Jesus did not sin, therefore he should not have died. Why did this happen? Because it took the works of a sinless person, a sinless man, to pay for all of the sins of the world. And God did this on purpose, and Jesus did it on purpose, and it is, and it stands. I mean, look, if Guinness World Book of Records wants to recognize this, it is the most selfless act ever and will ever be visited in this creation. It is what makes this creation now livable. And it's what makes it work until God decides that it's done working. And while all of that still plays out with the horrors and the joys and the poorness and the richness and all of the things that go in between, God is patient, kind, loving, forgiving, merciful, all of the things that God is. As He waits for people yet another time to listen to Him and for we, for us who follow Him, to give thanks to Him and to not forget that we are His children simply because of His invitation and His gift of faith to us. Why do we deserve that faith? Why do we get that faith and other people don't seem to get that faith? I don't know. Wouldn't it be fair? You know what would be fair, brothers and sisters? That nobody would get to go to heaven. That would be fair if we were paid for, if, if we paid for our, the way we lived on earth, no one would be deserving of heaven. Therefore, it is a, indeed a privilege to be called to, to be soldiers of the cross, to march behind Jesus who himself has already won the battle. We simply march, follow, and do what our master commands. In as much as we have the power to do it, because we don't always do it, do we? I... Um, I, I like to, you know, sort of to liken that to, uh, you know, Jesus, the, the commander comes into the room, or maybe he sends somebody else into the room, and all the soldiers are sitting there, and, and, and um, this person who comes in says, attention, and people go, is he talking to me? God calls us to do things, and we kind of go, did you mean me when you said that? Or somebody else? In church, it's, it's a great package. You know, it's a great uh, uh, thing to, 
you know, like, um, I don't know, like a stewardship Sunday or, and this is not a stewardship Sunday, but uh, when we talk about give thanks and all of those things, stewardship always revolves around giving thanks, right? Not in a thanksgiving way where we get the food or anything, but it's kind of like, all right, you know, uh, God has given to us and now it's time for us to, you know, uh, and we go, oh, well, you know, uh, I'm on a limited income and, and uh, others are going to come. I mean, they always do, you know, right at the end, they always come through with it. So somebody else will, I'll let somebody else do it this year. Yeah, that's the ticket. I'll do it some other time uh, whenever that is going to be. And uh, does God, is God aware of all of that? Of course he is. That's why he sent Jesus to suffer and die on the cross, because he knows that we are just like the guy who says, Lord, I believe, help my unbelief. And we may not even be like that guy. We might be even less honorable than that. Lord, I believe. Can we just leave it at that? Can we just... Because, you know, you know me, I'm a person of very little, and uh, I need everything I can get. And, um, and let's just think about those kinds of things, because uh, when we forget about giving God thanks, we sometimes rob ourselves in ways that we have no idea. Because there are plenty of passages that talk about how we can't outgive God and how we should love our neighbors ourselves, and then we ourselves find um, that we are asking that question. Well, who is my neighbor? Huh? I live way out in the sticks. I don't really have any neighbors, so. And then God tells us, a parable. And even in this gospel lesson, he healed someone who was a foreigner, someone who he should not have even really cared that much for because these people were not worthy like Jews are. They are not the children of God like the Jews are. They don't have the temples to worship like the Jews do. And yet, it's kind of funny because just like in in times, in times of strife or whatever, you can have Jews who say, okay, it's all right to marry Moabite women, or it's all right to hang around with Jews when you have leprosy because, you know, it's, things are different. The rules are different. But when Jesus says, go and uh, show yourselves to the priest, and those people Nine of them are healed, and one only, the tenth one, sees he is healed and goes back and remembers and says, thank you. Jesus points out again, this person, whether he's a foreigner or not, but in this case he is, understands more about thankfulness than even his own children. 
And isn't that the way it is, right? You see it. I've heard that happen so many times that, you know, oh, my kids, oh. You know, it takes them to the age of 30, 35, or maybe even never to come up in the kitchen and say, you know what, i got to say this. Thank you for being a great mom or dad or whatever. Thank you for that. And it takes them that long to figure it out, right? That when you were young and you went through all of that, that that was kind of like, you know, what the stuff that they went through. But then when you try to keep them from falling into the same pitfalls, what do you get for it? A pie in the face, right? Or something like that. Maybe it's a pie, maybe it's something else. But you try. You try and you have long-suffering love. And this is how God is with all of us. Long-suffering, loving, and desiring that no one goes to their destruction. And so he waits. And he doesn't really bug us that much, right? He doesn't come in and tell us to clean our rooms and to get a job and to do all of those things that we might expect a father or a mother to do. He simply showers us with his love, things that are far beyond what we deserve, and hopes. And then we, perhaps as his partners, pray. We pray for one another. We pray for one another's children. We pray and give thanks to God that there is, there is a heaven on this earth, and there will be everlasting life for us. Why? Because God had said it, and we are not foolish enough to just invent Him away from existence like so many have done. So, soldiers of the cross, don't forget to be thankful in your lives because you are here not because of all the hard work you did and i you know we can say that and i've you know been pastors a pastor at places where they've said you know hey this is our church and we've worked for it and you know we're keeping the doors open and this that and the other thing and somehow it equates more to owning the church than it equates to thankfulness to the Lord God who established the church. We sit here as invited guests and, more importantly, as family. Had God not given the invitation, had God not sent His only Son to suffer and to die for you and for me, sitting in here would completely be a waste of time, like perhaps even more than two-thirds of the world or three-quarters of the world today are saying, I've got more important things to do 
I have to go out and get it. If nobody looks after me, if, if I don't look after myself, then nobody else will. And all of those things that you, I don't know, if you have a smartphone, which doesn't really matter for me whether it's smart or not, but if you have one of those things, you know time after time somebody is waiting there lurking to steal from you because somehow they have figured out that they deserve it. If you are going to be dumb or if you are going to be covetous, covetous or you if you are going to desire that one million dollars if that person you know you just give them a little account number and they'll slip you know millions of dollars in there and say hey you know you can have all of that and then you lose what you do have somehow they feel that it's your fault well anyway don't Forget who you are as a child of God and whose you are as, as, a, as royalty. God's children, royalty, and God's soldiers. So as we said in the Ten Commandments, don't covet. Don't worry about that stuff out there. Be content because Christ suffered and died for you, offers you forgiveness, offers you everlasting life. And so give thanks and be joyful. For Christ is indeed your captain. Amen. We continue with the offertory, um, which is... Uh, Hymn 789, please rise. pray. 
Faithful Lord, by your Holy Spirit, teach us constantly to pray, Jesus, Master, have mercy on us, and to trust that you have cleansed us by his blood. Grant that we, like the farmer uh, leper, would raise our voices in praise of joy, in joyful response to your loving care. Lord, in your mercy. God of all truth, have mercy upon those whom you have called to proclaim your holy gospel. Preserve them from useless entanglements. Fortify them in faithfulness when they must suffer. And remind them also always that your word is not bound. Lord, in your mercy. God of hope, we are faithless. You remain faithful. For you cannot deny yourself. Remember those you baptized who have departed from the faith. Grant them penitent hearts that they might obtain the salvation that is in Christ Jesus with eternal glory. Lord, in your mercy. Hear our prayer. Heavenly Father, your servant Ruth faithfully shared for, cared for Naomi in her solitude and later, in, and later years. Bless all adult children with wisdom and compassion as they care for their aging parents and give their parents a humble spirit to accept needed assistance. Lord, in your mercy. Mighty Savior, bring to an end all war and violence. Guide and protect those who defend us against our enemies, those who preserve order against the threat of terror, and those who sit in judgment over, over evildoers that justice and peace may prevail as we may all work together for the common good. Lord, in your mercy. God of all help, you, you hear the cries of the righteous and deliver them from their troubles and fears. Remember all who cry to you for mercy, especially those people, uh, that long list that we have in our bulletin um, that is ever before us and the names that have um, been been given today um, for us to consider and to bring before you, uh, John Harris. Uh, Kurt Nielsen. would be with um, the people who continue to suffer, and we ask that you would be with the those people who have uh, passed away. We also ask that you would uh, uh, help us to be thankful for the faith that you have given these people who fall asleep in your name and who now um, receive their eternal inheritance. And we ask that you would be with us as we also wait for that inheritance to be passed on to us. We ask that you would uh, uh, be with, with uh, us and with all of those according to your good and gracious will. Lord, in your mercy. Yeah. Merciful Lord, grant that we may with grateful hearts receive all things, these things according to your merciful will. Lead us to respond with voices of praise and thanksgiving and lives of holiness and righteousness displaying in outward form the faith that lives in our hearts. Give us faith that works in love, hope that does not disappoint, compassion that does not fail, and confidence um, in your mercy that does not waver, that we may live 
in your faith and fear all the day, all our days, and at length fall asleep in the arms of your mercy and everlasting peace through Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. Amen. We pray together the collect. Lord God, you call us to work in your vineyard and leave no one standing. Set us and help us to order our lives by your wisdom, through your Son, Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. Blessed Lord, you have caused all Holy Scripture to be written for our learning. Grant that we may so hear them, read, mark, learn, and take them to heart, that by patience and comfort of your Holy Word, we may embrace and ever hold fast the blessed hope of everlasting life through Jesus Christ, your Son, our Lord, who lives and reigns with you in the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. I thank you, my Heavenly Father, through Jesus Christ, your dear Son, that you have kept this all harm and danger. And I pray that you of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Let your light so shine before others that they may see your good works and glorify your Father in heaven. A reading from Matthew chapter 18. Go therefore and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, teaching them to observe all that I have commanded you, and lo, I am with you always to the close of the age. And from Mark chapter 16, he who believes and baptized will be saved. From Acts chapter 2 we hear, And Peter said to them, Repent and be baptized, every one of you, in the name of Jesus Christ for the forgiveness of your sins, and you shall receive the gift of the Holy Spirit. So those who received his word were baptized, and there were added that day about 3,000 souls. From 1 Corinthians chapter 12. For just as the body is one and has many members, and all the members of the body, though many, are one body, so it is with Christ. For by one spirit we were all baptized into one body, Jews or Greeks, slaves or free and all who were made to drink of one spirit. In baptism, God brings us into his family and calls us his own. By baptism, God gives us the gifts of faith, love, forgiveness, life, and strength, and asks us to respond in faithfulness to him and in service to others. Gracious Father, we ask that you would have 
give, give your holy blessings to the people whose baptisms we celebrate this month. Bless Esther Soto, Ashton Dooley, Austin Dooley, Trent Ware, Corey Arborough, Brenda Foster, Evan Arborough, Connor Grunther, Haley Beeler, Lisa Witter, Lila Byer, Craig Ripley Clayson, Jeremy Leger, uh, Jeremy Seal, Jean Conrad, Jane Decker, Pat Nielsen, Deborah Arborough, and Phil Bettisworth. On the anniversaries of their baptisms, continue to strengthen them with the Holy Spirit and increase in them your gifts of grace, the spirit of wisdom and understanding, the spirit of counsel and might, the spirit of knowledge and the fear of the Lord, the spirit of joy in your presence through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Let us bless the Lord. Thanks be to God. The Almighty and merciful Lord, God the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, preserve and bless you. Amen. We now join in our closing hymn.